That's ready to do the intro. Just say, noobs, don't get up just as we come back to me. Brown bag bets, yeah. Making bets on Friday. Matt and Andy and noobs. Might actually have to come up with lyrics. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping on sports betting picks. And as you can tell, we're already having a little bit of fun this morning. Andy, remember to put his headphones on. I think he has two sets of headphones on now. Uh, and joining us on Friday, because I, let's be honest, folks, there's not that many sports for Andy and I to handicap, so we need some help. We bring in Mr. Rooney here. I'm sure he's got all sorts of good stuff with us. But uh, what do we think of that there football game last night, man? That was fun. <laughs> It was it was a good game, and Drew was sweating his dick off of with that under, especially the nine you know that hundred yard touchdown return not great for that, and also the fact that I talked him into betting some semblance of an over in the second half, and he knew I was right, and he hated it, um, so he was super sweaty about that. I'm glad I didn't really have I didn't have a full game bet. I had some first touchdown scores, didn't get there, and I, I wasn't even mad about it. That was such a good play. Like you, you could see him leaking out and you saw nobody with him. I'm like, well, I know I don't have a bet on somebody with the number 40 and it looks like he's getting the ball. The only way I, I don't lose this bet right now is he has brick hands and yeah, Hor- Horvath. Uh, good yes, job Horvath. for him. I know Xander some people Horvath. in the, we still call it the golf slack. It's, it's definitely on discord. The Rass golf slacks and guys and them. And the, the worst part is they're just betting a bit. They are just betting on tight ends who are Caucasian. That is the that is the betting plan, and honestly, it has been successful. It's it has been plan. profitable. It's a it's a profitable thing. So I think he's more of a fullback. But Horvath, fifty sixty to one, big big number. So that's a fun way to start the game for some. And I don't know, Matt, did you bet the game at all? I just had uh, I, I hopped in hopped in on the same game or the, not the same. I had a same game parlay. Uh, that did not hit. I just kind of threw a, I had a twenty-five dollar free play that I threw against the wall and hit, and then I was on the the first touchdown scores from Brown Bag Bets. Didn't work, but I feel like if we just keep going with that through the rest of the year, we're we're going to be just fine because Noops hits at a Got Noops hits at a pretty good rate. Yeah, long term maybe fine. it's a long game and a long term investment. We're double dipping on Monday. You just Ooh, wait. We're we par- parlaying them on Monday. Why do we have two this week? Isn't it usually uh, two on week one? I, I don't. I know. like just yeah. having the one. I don't know. It's weird. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like change. Strange. I went to a. Um, I mentioned this on the halftime show. Went to a dive bar with the wife because it's near my office. We had to drop her car off in town. Uh, they were not having the game on. Like they were struggling. Finally, the owner was just out, on Amazon which, Prime. Not even on. He Amazon finally anywhere. figured out he had Amazon Prime. I was willing to let him use my account, but he did figure out which you. TV was a smart TV. And he was able to get it on there. And luckily, it was right in my eyeline. I'd sat pretty near it at the table we grabbed. So good for me, good for us. Lots of fun. And, yeah, we're on to Friday. We have, like, five, six different sports we're going to bet today. And uh, I didn't even look at the sheet. What do we, what are we firing off of? Let's start with baseball because uh, are the Cubs at home or are we the, waiting the five are, hours? The Cubs are at home. We have a 1 o'clock, uh, one o'clock first pitch. Uh, so we're going to just go with the Cubs Eat team. To- we're going to go with the Cubs team total over uh, – Four and a half. They're playing the Rockies. Herman Marquez is throwing for the Rockies. He got an ERA in like the mid fives. The Cubs are coming off a sweep of the Mets, very surprisingly, in New York. They average five runs a game throughout that sweep. 
it's Friday. It's at home. They're coming back from a road trip. You know, it's, it's this is more of just like a, let's let's have some fun with the home team here. Bet that's some pretty good juice there at minus one hundred four. They're going up against a bad pitcher. Lineup's been fine lately. Let's take the Cubs points. Pretty good baseball to score more than five runs. Going to go with the White Sox. The same exact bet. They're over four and a half uh, at Detroit today. They've hit the ball pretty well at Detroit this season. They're playing very well. Um, I, I believe it's they're averaging six and a half runs over their last ten games. And in the three games that Tony LaRusso wasn't in attendance, they were averaging something along the lines of like 10 per game, and he won't be in attendance on this road trip. Uh, so I'm banking on the Sox bats uh, to keep hitting well. They had five home runs alone in Cleveland yesterday, so they, they got over that total just by home runs. Uh, so the bats have been really, really good for them over the last two weeks. They're going to play a, a, a much inferior team in Detroit. So we're going to take their team total over at even money. Uh, and then we're going with the guardians minus one and a half against Andy's twins. Uh, the twins are coming off a sweep of the Royals, but prior to that, the guardians swept the twins in Minnesota. Um, I like Cleveland pitching matchup today. They have Tristan McKenzie throwing, who's been fantastic. He was lights out in his last start in that sweep over Minnesota. Uh, I think it was seven scoreless innings with five strikeouts. So he's been pitching really, really well. Uh, over like his last six or seven starts and the twins are not playing very good baseball outside of that sweep of Kansas city. So we're going to take the guardians there minus one and a half plus half, plus one fifty. And honestly, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't like a little bit of a hopeful, like maybe I'm going to reverse jinx them and now they won't play well and they'll finally start losing. Um, but yeah, those are my three bets today. We got a couple team total overs, which are always fun to root for a day baseball. And then uh, the guardians are playing the best baseball of just about anybody in baseball right now. You, you had Cleveland day baseball, baseball yesterday. Here. You had, uh, the, I did. The I had the White Sox. Sox. I had my um, socks yesterday, which that was. So I I boots. was going to lunch and I saw there was an early game and I tried to crowdsource it, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I put the tweet out in like a bunch. I of tweeted that, and then I forgot about it. And then I'm like, oh shit, is that, game, is that game at one? I thought it was at one. And no, by the time Cleveland I checked has in, those early, like, early starts. Yeah, it was the yeah by the start. time I checked in, it was like three to one. Like, yeah, well. Cleveland, it was actually it was a pretty weird decision because with a win yesterday, Cleveland could have gone up five games in the division and clinched the tiebreaker with the White Sox. And they threw out at home. Um, I forgot, I don't remember. I think it's Hunter Gaddis is the guy's name. He's thrown, he's a spot starter. He's thrown three innings all year. He's got an ERA at 21 to go up against Lance Lynn, who's been throwing really, really well over the last like month and a half. So they almost kind of punted on a game at home that like they really could have, like a win would have been really damaging to the Sox. And they got like a five game series now with the Twins where you, you think they'll need some bullpen help. It was a very, very interesting decision to basically burn your bullpen and throw basically punt on the game yesterday. Yeah, I didn't was, understand uh, that one. So I was mad because I did want to bet on it and I didn't know any of that or pay attention to who was in, but I saw somebody, uh, our guy from uh, the Bay area, Fugs, the real Fugs, Fugly. He sure. bet an, an under live under in one of the chats. I'm in. I'm like, Oh, there I go. Oh, he's got a live bet. I'll bet a live bet. And uh, the book I was at didn't have the same number. They wanted to charge me. They wanted under 10 and a half rather than nine and a half for like minus 140. So I just said, fuck it. I bet it. <laughs> and you hit it. Then, I, then I forgot about the game again and I went and looked. Like, oh, shit. Skin of my teeth there. Let's go. So, uh, kind of a baseball sharp. Not a big deal. Crushed it. And, uh, boy. boom value. Ten tennis is, are we playing again or is there, there was lightning, lightning crashing in, uh, 
India. That I believe Eugenie Bouchard's match, which she sadly lost in three sets, was delayed a bit for lightning. And uh, so I don't know what's going on in Shania. We don't have the Indian weather up, but uh, either I'll way, pull it up while this, you guys talk. They'll they'll play this they'll play this match at some point. I'll be just fine. They're playing tennis right now, Andy. Gracheva, Fruver, Tova. I believe you have an outright on Linda if you tailed our buddy Vinny or better Matter Tips Tennis. or I think it's just Matter Tip Tennis. Singular on the tip. But anyway, I think Vinny gave out Linda there. So that is underway. And then, yes, we will get to my first pick here. Uh, we'll start in Chennai. Give me a first set over here. Um, been a little while since we played these. Um Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's actually it's a full match on the first set overs in Puerto Rico. Excuse me. I get a little confused. Uh, Katie Swan going to be playing now. Habino. Habino snookered us a little bit earlier in the week by taking down Long Jiang straight up, honestly. Um, it was pretty impressive win. She's had a great week. Katie Swan getting a lot of respect here. Um, from having some, you know, she's been winning her matches this week. Nothing terribly impressive here. I just, I look at both of these players. They've been great under players. Unders in general in Chennai have been pretty good this week. I mean, yeah. basically any match that's gone over, you've seen it go over in three sets. Um, so might look at some set unders here, but really like this. 21 and a half. I, this number came out for myself at 20 and a half. So happy to grab this. If you want to sell down to 21, that's fine too. But was able to find a good number on 21 and a half. So poke around under 21 and a half, under 21. They're all good. And then in Puerto Rose, uh, this one will actually be about an hour or so after we wrap up the show here. Siniakova, Paolini, first set over nine and a half. Um, you know, I've talked about kind of the profile of WTA matches before that generally have longer first sets, shorter second sets. This just screams that dynamic to me here. Uh, both of these women, we've seen that exact dynamic in about half their matches already in this tournament. In general, we see them throughout the year. Siniakova is someone who um, struggles a little bit to start the match, but once she gets her legs underneath her, really will put away opponents. Paolini should be very pesky here. Um, we'll definitely be setting up a ladder here for this one. If you can get 10 and a half and 12 and a half as well, I think those are all great looks. Expecting, again, a really long first set here in Puerto Rose. So we'll go under in Chennai, over in Puerto Rose, just totals today. Some totals. It's 86 and rainy in Chennai. Just FYI. It, it has been, yeah, there, there's been a little it's bit of cool uh, for India. I, I thought so. Never I think that's Celsius. Could be the rainy season, though. At Kelly, so uh, anyone who knows Big Ten Watto on, uh, on the internet, Big Tennis Better, uh, NASCAR, a few other things. He was in Vegas and kept talking in Celsius. When he'd complain, oh, it's like 38 degrees. I'm like, I don't know what that means, buddy. That sounds, it sounds hot though. That means no idea. What yeah, it does. Well, the nice part about Stadium Swim, Andy, they had the temperature in Fahrenheit and Celsius. So we could convert. Yeah. That was, it was good for him. I just, I only need Imperial. Um, Golf. Should talk golf. I do have a couple more it's, bets. It's still so weird. Baseballs, fuzzy balls, time for some it's tiny balls. Ended. Yeah, these are, uh, you know what? I'm going to give one out too that I don't even. I thought I was. I mishandled how I was doing this. Both of these are later in the day, so I actually have a second. No Kelvin, uh, a second golf bet. But off the top, uh, this is a run it back from yesterday. I bet this one yesterday. Um, price has not changed much. I bet this at minus 15 yesterday. It did jump up to minus 20 as Duncan, I believe this one's the one he won by a couple strokes playing it again. They're playing this afternoon. This tea times are five Eastern. I mean, it's going to be a while. Tyler Duncan's not a big name that, uh, I guess many people know, but there's a lot of those guys in this tournament because all the big guns are, 
just kind of taking the season off because they got rich in the right places. You don't have to play the Fortinet when you win the Masters. But Tyler Duncan, regardless, great driving accuracy, which isn't super important here, still helps. And great greens and regulation guy. Putting can leave something to be desired. And honestly, really just lately, his, his approach game let him down at the St. Jude, but before that, it had been very solid. He's a good second-shot guy. And Joel Dahman's a person I like who has semi-similar numbers, but his form has just been wretched since uh, a decent showing at the U.S. Open, which was in the middle of June. After that, it's been really, really rough, and it hasn't been any one particular part of his game letting it down. It's the whole damn thing. So Joel Dahman, as much as I love the guy and his bucket hat, he is a fade again here. Just I think he's getting he's, – this price should be a little bigger. He's trading on his name a little. And then uh, another one I did play was uh, Hayden Buckley. And both – like I said, both of these are running backs. These were early morning. Hayden Buckley. These yeah, You didn't make were, that up. Nope, these are these are That's real players. Hayden Buckley is uh, I, honestly uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up uh, Mackenzie Hughes here too. I got him. So it's a Hayden Buckley. It's more of a fade of Mackenzie Hughes. I bet against this guy as well. But Hayden Buckley hasn't played well. He honestly, if you want to go back to that same U.S. Open, he top twenty there. But uh, some good results in some of the courses we used earlier when we were talking about this event. The 3M, the Rocket Mortgage, he was like 25th-ish at both of those. He has played well, like the John Deere. Some of the ones, the, the courses that uh, I can use as analogs for what we're playing here. And then Mackenzie Hughes's driving accuracy, approach accuracy. Just His approach game in general was really rough at times, especially the BMW Lost like six, seven shots on approach. Lost a bunch. You know, obviously that ties into T to green too. He's been a fade for me as well. So that one was minus 110. And again, it was one I ran back from yesterday. I believe they tied. I did have a push in one of my bets. My first round bets went 2-1-1. One, and one, And guess which one lost? The one I gave out on the fucking show yesterday. So sorry about that, guys. That's how if that you want, If you want to go 2-1-1, one, and one, just, it's a dollar a month to go get in the Discord, and you can get all the bets as soon as I put them in on Discord. Although I will say my full tournament bets, and I did give one of those out yesterday as well, are winning by – I have six of them, it looks like. They're winning by four, five, seven, three, one, and two. That's so I hate, I hate being the Thursday afternoon, Friday morning guy, but – Sweep incoming. Sweep in six. I'd take four and two. I would just take four and two for the rest of my life. But boy, howdy. If we could get even better than that, that would be good. Uh, anyone who follows me in the golf discord maybe noticed a little thing. I did a little refiguring of how I'm betting. And full tournament matchups from here on out are two units. Just jacking it up. Because they did so well last year. And I feel like I left money on the table. And so bet, I bet more than I normally would on those starting this season. So full tournament, 72-hole shit. Get it together. Keep it together. Hopefully we can do some winning. And let's talk football. Because yeah, I might play – I, I talked I, – I was following some accounts. I may do I may do some DFS, college football DFS, like traditional DFS, maybe some pick'em stuff too. You and should I follow our prize picks. Take, well, and I may take the rushing overs yeah, for both Minnesota running backs if they offer it. <laughs> They're both going to get 100 yards. 
Yeah, I mean, whatever Mo Ibrahim's over is. So I, they're doing the Lawrence Maroney thing? Who is the other? It was Lawrence Maroney and somebody else. You guys literally would have 100 yards rushing for two guys every game. Oh, it's it's bothering me. I can't remember the name. It was Maroney and some – Lawrence uh, Lawrence Maroney and then was, uh, was he a Pat- no Maroney was a Patriot Marion Barber Marion Barber Marion Barber right. the third he was a Cowboy yeah oh my God and then there was Gary Russell like they just churned out running backs for a bit um, football, I brought up Minnesota because I saw it on the card so we got Big Ten ball we got Minnesota this week they're they're hosting a uh, a very very bad Colorado team uh, Colorado lost at home thirty eight thirteen to a fine TCU team. They lost 41-10 on the road to a uh, fine Air Force team, a solid Air Force team, but nothing spectacular by any means. Um, and what does Air Force do really well? They run the football really, really well. What does Minnesota do really well? Well, they have one of the best college, the rest, best, one of the best running backs in college. Uh, they haven't really been tested so far. They've played uh, New Mexico State, Western Illinois. It's not like they're play- they've played world beaters, but they've beat up on both teams. They played pretty badly. And Colorado just is not very good. Uh, so we're going to take Minnesota at home with a coach well, in P.J. Fleck. Kind of likes running up scores, too. Yeah, I was going to say they've showed that they're not going to just, like, take the no. second half off. They're they're going to play. They're going to play. They're going to be a team that, that plays most of the way, maybe right midway through the fourth. Uh, so I think they're going to pour it on Colorado. I, Colorado's not very good. That was Their, their team total under was one of the uh, – one of the preseason bets I gave out, and I think that one's looking pretty good. And then uh, for for a little bit more in-depth an- analysis, you can check out me, Dan, and Phil on the blogger. We're talking about Nebraska-Oklahoma for, for why uh, most of us like Nebraska. I think all three of us, but at least two of us. Uh, seemed like the, the the Scott Frost era, obviously over now, seemed like there was a whole lot going on there where it got kind of toxic at the end, and then it started circling the drain after the Northwestern loss, and it was just kind of like, let's get this over with. Uh, I think you're going to see a pretty refreshed interim bump from Nebraska here. Um, I, I think they still have a pretty talented team. I just think that was something that was kind of doomed from the start, and, and it was a, a misread on us at the beginning of the year. I think you have a pretty good Nebraska team that goes out and really has nothing to lose uh, against an Oklahoma team that's probably one of, if not the biggest rivals in their program's history. I think this is a massive game at Nebraska. I think everybody's going to be feeling pretty good. That's going to be a nice little reset button with a talented group against an Oklahoma team that the other two and oh, but like they didn't look, they won 33 to nothing against Kent state, but like they didn't look that impressive. They beat UTEP at home. Kind of same thing, like not super impressive. I don't think we know much about Oklahoma yet. And obviously we know Nebraska under Scott Frost wasn't very good, but I think that offense is still really talented. So I'm on, I forgot what the over is in this game, but I have the over in this. I like Nebraska plus the 10 and a half at home. And I'm probably going to talk myself into a little bit of a sprinkle on the Nebraska money line um, before this game kicks off. I think it's the big noon kickoff on Saturday. And then I figured I would throw our, uh, our prize picks entry up here because Dan, Phil and I hit our, uh, our four legger last week. Uh, we're going to go with Dan's leg is Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback, over over uh, 58 and a half. He gave it out at 50 yesterday. It was 50. Hand up. I forgot to put it in until this morning. It went up to 58. Doesn't matter. We still really like it. That's why the, the prize picks lines jump uh, quite a bit. Like, yeah, last week we had um, Riley Leonard, who was the Duke's, quarter, Duke's quarterback, under two, 289 and a half passing yards that we gave it out at. Checked it again on Saturday morning. It was down to 269.5. So those numbers really fluctuate. Make sure you get them when you want to get these lines in. But uh, Florida's going up against a really bad South Florida team. Anthony Richardson had a really bad game throwing the football uh, against Kentucky in that loss at home. He did you know, 
Uh, he threw the ball fine against Utah and ran the ball really, really well against Utah in week one for over 100 yards. We think he gets back to running the football, using his legs to kind of get him more comfortable in the passing game this week. Uh, I'm going with Caleb Williams, over 20 and a half completions against Fresno State. Uh, he's had 19 and 20 in the two games he's played so far this year, but in that Rice game, he was out early and, and they kind of took their foot off the gas. The Stanford game, same kind of deal. They really stopped pressing the ball downfield because they had such a big lead. They play Fresno State at home. I think Fresno State's going to score a little bit and force USC to keep running that offense fully until about midway through the fourth. Uh, so I like him at over 20 and a half passing yards in that Lincoln Riley offense that kind of makes life pretty easy on quarterbacks. And this is our fun one. Spencer Rattler, the South Carolina quarterback, under negative eight and a half rushing yards. Um, going up against Georgia. Georgia's defense has been just spectacular all year. They have about three points in two games. They get after the quarterback as well as anybody. Rattler, through two games this year, has negative 12 and negative 23 rushing yards. This, uh, unfortunately, could be blown up by one you know, one broken down scramble play, but at the same time, we, we kind of think that George is going to get the rattler. So we're taking the, geez, Andy, what's going on over there? I knocked my phone down. Um, <laughs> we're going the under negative I mean, eight and a half. Pe- people who track like uh, stats and maybe are more NFL based college. Sacks, yeah. Sacks count. count against your rushing total in, yeah. in college. So that's why you could, uh, you can end up with some pretty funny numbers on these. But yeah, yeah, Georgia, Georgia doesn't rebuild. They reload. We were Especially flirting the, around with defense uh, lines good again. Oh, they're they're it's we were talking about it on, on the, the football show kind of before the year and credit to Dan. He's like, I think they're gonna be more of a reload than a rebuild. And it was like, I think so too, but are they on Alabama's level yet with that? Like we don't really know. Yeah, no, that they're they're there. We the saw de- that week the one. Defense. Like they're just they're there. It's back. They're it's filthy again. Yep, there, there's no we won the national championship. Now we're gonna take a slight step back. It's we won the national championship. We're going back to the playoff. Let's see if we can repeat again. That's how good run they are. it back. Run it yes. back, dogs. Um, you know what? They got that dog yes. in them. They really do have that. Literally, dog they're literally their mascot. All right, real quick before we head off to the dog. weekend, because I'm hungry already. <laughs> and antsy, lunch. Well, I want to go to Costco before it gets too busy, and I might just crush some samples there and then get, you should a hot get one dog. of those good. big thing of the the Utes cheese balls. You know, those big is it Utes? I just thought it was Utes or Utes, whatever. Utes, yeah. Utes. You spread it to Utes? I don't remember. Yeah, are is you are you are you award winning actor Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci in yeah. in uh, my cousin Vinny Utes. What you got to get? Just, I'm just saying, get one of the big cheese ball things for the office. I feel like that's okay, a good that. for you. Just to be clear, it's Utes. It's someone Utz. that lives about an hour or two away from the Utes factory. At the Apology, Utz. apologies. And I'm I not feel a like it was not only that, but it was a it was a storyline in Mad Men. I, th- I believe Utes. I stopped watching with... Mad Men after. That's right. Um, what's his name? The comedian that uh, Al's yeah, he was funny. Utes makes you nuts. Don Don cucks him a little there. Um, like there Fred is time to go. To, I, I do. I like Bed Bath Beyond. I'm not gonna. I'm not above that. All right, real quick NFL pick. <laughs> I have a bunch. I'm gonna put them all in on bets. Bears money line here. Bears money line would have paid off pretty well last. I don't believe. I did bet the Bears plus ten. I don't think Bears. they win. Uh, teasing season. Here's a nice teaser. I've mentioned this a couple times. Anyone who doesn't have this one yet, this I think this is a pretty good one. Both of these have very low totals. Totals near forty. The Steelers plus eight in a game where I don't think their offense is any good, but they're going up against a team whose offense may be worse. Uh, Steelers may not need to score to get to the Saints. They may not. I mean, if if I think the Steelers get to 10 points 
staying within these eight is almost a certainty. I don't think the uh, Patriots score that many points, even with Hall of Fame, future Hall of Famer TJ Watt out. And then the Bengals minus one and a half. There are some sevens. I know that's not a true Wong teaser, but if the book you're at that has the best juice on this is seven, don't worry about it. Don't just take it. Take the extra half point. Don't overthink it. So Bengals minus one half. Try to find a book that gives you minus 110 on a six-point teaser. I know it's hard. I know a lot of the legal books are up at like minus 140. Please don't do that. Find something better. Shop around. See if you can parlay alt lines rather. Sometimes you can get a better price on parlaying alt lines than actually what they offer for a teaser. A little bit of a workaround where you, you get the six-point teaser. It's minus 140, but you go find alt prices and parlay them, and suddenly it's minus 122. Um, not doesn't always work, but check that out. And yeah, the Bengals Gallup is still out. Dak is obviously out. Cooper Rush, not the world's worst backup, but he is certainly not as good as Dak. And the Cowboys offense didn't look good to start with. So I'm fine with the Bengals minus one and a half. I think they can win by margin if Joe Burrow shows up at all. He threw how many interceptions, how many turnovers, how bad they Five? looked, and they yeah. still still almost won that game. So if he plays just a clean game, I don't I don't understand how they don't get to 30 points here. So let's go Bungles. That would be their team total over too if you like that, but I don't think they need 30 to cover the one and a half here. Getting to 20 points might do it for them. That's my teaser into the weekend. I hope you have a great weekend. Everybody, including the people in the chat, the people in the room, producer Dan, everyone at BetSperts, everyone here at uh you know, everyone on gambling Twitter. Most every, everyone. Just every, almost, almost everyone. Almost a few, everyone. A few shitheads out there. Maybe I don't have a good weekend. Clint Richardson, I hope you have a good weekend. Alyssa Origami, I hope you have a great weekend. Everybody, Rico DeGaio. Love every, Rico. Every, so. Top five Twitter handle, Rico DeGaio. It is really a good one. So with that, thanks, Matt, for hopping on with us. Happy Noops, to do it. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you guys Monday, huh? Hit the thumbs up on the YouTube now. It's a shame they can't see this dancing.